we are back to our Survivor Pool League. Man, that lasted pretty quickly. <laughs> that was one of the quickest Survivor Pool Leagues that I've ever been a part of. So um, if you're just joining us now, Jake and I uh, talked in the last episode. We were uh, starting a Survivor League. This is our second year, and uh, we did pretty good last year. I think we lasted maybe nine, ten weeks. We lost yeah, to a Matt like White that. Jets debacle. Uh, something white. Yeah, something so white. Some white guy. Name. White guy with the last name White. So pretty confident this year. Uh, week one, we had our favorites. Um, first off, we started with uh, my favorite was the San Francisco-Chicago uh, game. I did not look yeah. up the weather in that game. Yeah, I mean, I didn't know about that weather until the night before that the Sunday morning. And that was just a torrential downpour. So that would have been a very interesting one to, to watch that game. That would have been a nice under. But yeah, we we digress. And then um, I think we also floated around the Ravens Jets game. That would have been a nice one to pick. Yeah, that was a winner. Um, But I remember I will go back to saying that Zach Wilson, if he was going to play, then he would have probably won that game. Which I'm going to come. That's what I'm going to you know continue to think. Uh, Didn't think Joe Flacco would be there throwing just ducks. So. Good on the Ravens and Lamar Jackson for showing um, what it looks like when a superior team on paper plays a inferior team on paper, which leads us into this third game. But we did not take the Ravens. We were strong. We were excited. We were, were ready to, was it ride on? What is the stupid slogan uh, now? Let's ride. Let's ride. Broncos and we country. did ride with the Broncos. And Jake, why don't you, uh, let me recap that game for us. Uh, we rode and just went straight, just fell off the donkey. I mean, the donkey. I would say we got buckled, yeah, bucked off. off. Um, that was one of the most frustrating games I have watched with like rooting interests. Um, as a Charger fan for, I don't know, the last 15 years, I have, you know, a lot in my top 10 of frustrating games, but with someone with something on the line, um, that had to be top, top three. Um, the Broncos on paper have a good team. The Seahawks on paper do not. The impact positions you would think to win a game as far as quarterback, offensive tackles, cornerbacks, it's Geno Smith, and then they're starting two rookie tackles and two rookie corners. If you look on paper, it's it, it makes no sense that this game was won by the Seahawks. But games aren't played on paper. They're played in arenas. And the Seattle Seahawks fan base, I'm still kind of confused why they felt so disgusted with Russell Wilson, but they booed him from pregame all the way till the end of the game where they cheered um that missed that last missed field goal so i am still sitting here shocked and perplexed about what happened um the end of the game is is hard to explain um all you need to know is that instead of going for it on fourth and five um the broncos decided to kick a 64 yard field goal um and they and he missed wide left so um I am still, it's a rookie head coach and it's a brand new system and it's a brand new defense and the Broncos defense played amazing in the second half. They, the Seattle did not score mm-hmm. anything. 
Um, I mean, but the Broncos only put up three points in the second half. So it's just a frustrating game all around. Two goal line fumbles, one by my boy Melvin Gordon, who I've seen that happened, I don't know, five times probably in his history. Uh, I, I've first. seen Melvin Gordon get those three yards everywhere up the field but whenever he, whenever he creeps in that red zone or in that yep. goal line opportunity he cannot find the them. worst goal line running back perhaps of all time to be honest i don't think anyone has fumbled more at the one yard line than melvin gordon um and then javante williams fumbled inside the on the one or the two so just an absolute shit show by the broncos um which surprised a lot of people but um yeah there goes our hopes for uh for a season-long fantasy or uh what is it a survivor league just just i'm still i'm shocked i'm I'm in shock i mean before we wipe up our tears let's i want to just dissect that game just a little bit more so i mean obviously we both expected denver's defense to come out that was as when you saw denver last year you just looked at uh fang's defense and you knew man if this team can just get an offense on top of this defense, they're going to be a powerhouse. I mean, you can tell by the betting lines going into this season, I think 10 and a half wins this season. And that's crazy. That is crazy. And deep, like you said, defense was there. Offense was exciting. It was definitely exciting coming to this game. Like you mentioned, we have a rookie, rookie head coach and woof. We saw his ability of clock management, late game uh, Mm -hmm. schematics, just falling apart. Mm -hmm. Uh, Russell Wilson, as much as a vet Russell Wilson is, he's got to get used to new receivers. He um, obviously Seattle played him well. They played that shell defense the entire game, and it was evident with all the passes to Javante uh, Javante Williams. I think it was tw- ten catches, eight, yeah, nine, I think ten he catches. Had, I think it was like a ten or eleven. Yeah, and and Denver used three tight ends throughout the game. So obviously there was a game plan in place that Seattle Seattle had in place to kind of contain him. We saw. Um, as you mentioned, those rookie corners, you give uh, Jerry Judy any room on that left side. And we saw it. We haven't, we didn't see it last year. I think it was something like 300, 300 something games um, from his last touchdown to what we, what he had today. Um, talents there, they just could not get him the ball. And then that red zone defense, oh my goodness. I was just watching that inefficiency around the around the goal line and in the red zone, like you mentioned with like Melvin Gordon and those fumbles. But Seattle was a good team last year. I mean, as a in the red zone, they they were the third best in all of NFL and giving up only 50, uh, a touchdown in the red zone fifty percent of the time. So mm-hmm. that's a team that's literally the bend don't break, and mm-hmm. you saw it today. And I don't know, are we celebrating the Seahawks in those situations, or are we or are we looking at the failures of the Broncos defense? Our Broncos offense, that's a tough one. But I that's I just look at the offense there. Yeah, they have I don't, to do better. I don't really necessarily think this Seattle is going to go on and win, you know, eight or nine or ten games this year. I still think they're going to be one of the worst teams in the league. Um, just solely because this this like display of offense was just terrible the entire night. Like if if you're watching the game, you would see Russell Wilson coming up to the line with only about five or six seconds left on the play clock. That happened at least 15, 20 times, especially in the second half, to where you're wondering if they even get in the, the, the playoff. That happened two times on a drive that they had a delay a game penalty. And, I mean, that was another huge, huge impact in this game. Denver, I believe, had 100 yards of penalties and you're not going to win games. Yeah, 12 penalties for 106 yards. Like, that is insane. You can't do that on the road. You can't do that in a hostile environment. 
Um, and you especially you can't give a team that is going to struggle to move the ball extra opportunities to move the ball. And that's what happened was when they would get personal fouls or they would get, like, I think they got a taunting call or roughing the passer yeah. on a, on a couple. That. You can't do that because then, you know, you have Geno Smith going to throw to a tight end for a 20, 30 yard touchdown. So yeah, overall, it just, I think the Broncos will be okay throughout the season. Um, like you just said, their defense um, is pretty good. They just kind of needed one. Um, they play like uh, who they they play the Texans next week, so they should be fine. But yeah, just very strange play calling, very strange clock management. This is a rookie head coach, um, and you know it takes a while for rookie head coaches to kind of get acclimated with um, the team and and kind of you know having it all come down on them. So we'll see, but I mean. Yeah, just a, just absolutely disappointing for for a week one. Yeah, and I still see them as a ten and a half win team. I mean, we can go through their schedule and look at it, but I mean, gut feeling they they have the moxie to be a good team in this league. Yeah, they got to run through easily the hardest division in football. But I see them splitting, potentially splitting the series and against some of those well, teams. I they're, you were they're, the they're, NFC West. Well, no, I wasn't they have saying to play the <laughs> NFC West. You know who's in first place in the NFC West? The only team Seattle that won Seahawks. was the Seattle Seahawks. All the other three teams lost. Yeah, well, they're a good team. They fell flat on their face. And, of course, this is the week that we picked them. But it's how it goes. And uh, we're looking upward and onward to our next adventures here at our little late segment. We may have to turn it to the Baki, Baki bets, the Baki corner. Yeah, just fade everything that I pick lately. It's been it's been a bloodbath out there. 